That's in the air, this could be out. Diamond's underneath it, will he catch it? He's got good hands, he's got him, yes he has. Diamond's got him in the deep, having fumbled all night, he's taken the big one. Hello and welcome to Couch Talk. The guest today is Indian cricketer Shikha Pandey. She talks about how a team with eight test debutants won a test in England in 2014, India's T20 series win in Australia, her rise through the ranks to play for India, and the upcoming World T20 and Women's ODA Championship, amongst other things. Welcome to the show, Shikha. Yeah, thanks a lot. Pleasure. It's my pleasure having you on. Um, you're, you know, you are one of the younger brigade uh, in the Indian team that has been part of two test match wins, uh, one away in England, one home uh, against South Africa, um, and also a T20 overseas series win against Australia in Australia. So let me begin with yeah. that. Let me, let me begin with that uh, test match win in England, 2014. And uh, you, know, you were one of eight debutants. India were playing a test match after a gap of eight years, uh, playing against the top side in their conditions. So what was the pre-test mood like in the uh, Indian camp? Uh, firstly, I would like to say that uh, when I started playing cricket, I always used to remember getting up early in the mornings at 5.30 to wash the ashes and then my father telling me that the true form of cricket fit is, is test cricket. So I always uh, thought that if I would play cricket any time, I would want to be a test cricketer. Mm. So And when I started playing, they were I didn't really see test cricket happening. But then I was really lucky that in 2014, when we toured England, we happened to play a test match. And I was very lucky because I went there as a replacement. And then I happened to be playing in the playing 11. And uh, um, for eight of us who were debutants, it was a it was a really good feeling that we won the match. And uh, to beat a team like England, was uh, we were on cloud nine that day. Hmm. But uh, going into the... Um Test match itself. It was the only test match of the yeah, yeah. of the tour. And England, they've been playing test matches a lot. You know, they had their Ashes thing going on with, with Australia. But England, India, after gap of eight years, as I said. So, like, what what did you guys expect of yourself in that test? Uh, when we started playing cricket, I mean, after the merger with BCCI uh, for the two years, that is 2006-07 season and 2007-08 season, mm-hmm. we had a two-day format in place. But after that, the two-day format was scrapped and we had one day. Uh, so we didn't really know how to play a day's game at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had practice, true. But then uh, going into a test match, uh, all of us were very new to it. The only input uh, was was from the coach, uh, Sudha Ma'am and from Mitalidi, who already had played a test match. Uh, Juludi uh, and Karudi also were there in the 2006 court that won our test match in Taunton. So we were solely depending on them, their experience and their inputs. And uh, the way the things went, probably our bowling side really did well. Mm. Uh, so that's how our preparations went in. And uh, it was a green green track, uh, green top. And uh, bowling first, probably we had advantage. And uh, we did that with our bowling. Uh, yeah, obviously, you bowled England out for uh, 92 in the 92. first inning. Uh, but then they came back strongly, limited the lead uh, to only like 20 runs or so. And they put on 200 some runs in the uh, third innings. And you had to chase now, you know, 181. Most of the lineup hasn't been in the situation. So, 
what was there any uh, sense of apprehension or nervous energy what was it like to know um, that you, you know you needed only 181 runs to get your first test win uh we always knew that as the test match would progress the wicket would would ease out uh we kept believing in ourselves and telling us uh, telling each other that it's going to ease out as the test match progresses and that was very visible when england batted the wicket had eased out and uh, probably uh, the partnership that shrapsol had with gun was one that uh, kind of took the match away from us mm-hmm. uh but then uh, we we kept believing in ourselves we kept telling each other that uh, it's going to be a, a, a test win for us and uh, yeah the last day was crucial i mean if we had to lose few more we wickets probably we would have gotten into a slump but then uh, uh, probably the partnership uh, did uh, my partnership with mitali uh, did the trick for us yeah i mean i want to talk can you take us through that partnership because you know, she is an absolute legend of indian cricket mitali raj um and you're batting alongside your first test match and you get to score the winning runs also so could you i mean it was an unbroken partnership um you know uh, that won the game for india could you take us through what it was like batting with uh, um to win the game uh for any youngster to come into the side and uh, it's a it's a dream come true if you can uh, bat alongside mitali bhi she's a legend and uh, when the third day's uh, game finished i was on zero not out and uh, i was just told to see us through because uh, we had some quick four, uh, three wickets uh, that day in the last session that had fallen so mitali bhi just told me just play out don't take any ball on your bats because we Uh, as you know we had set a world record of 20 lbws in the test match mm. and uh, so she just told me just see the ball and just come in line and play play so uh, and then i had always thought what it would be like uh, for uh, for a batter to be not out mm. uh, and then bat the next day so i actually felt that there were butterflies in the stomach mm. but then as he started playing the next day and like i said the wicket was uh, was not uh, had eased out so it was good i mean uh, to play those uh, world class medium paces on that wicket was a new experience and she always had some or the other input on the other side uh, when whenever is batting a uh, few tips here and there and yeah we we got us uh, team through Um, you know i mentioned about how you know you are part of the young brigade uh, but you know uh, we talked you talked about uh, mitali raj and then obviously jalan goswami who is an absolute star the two of them you know uh, well experienced uh, understand the conditions all over they know how to plan the uh, you know whether bowling or batting they know how to do all that so what sort of influence does it do they have on the uh, youngsters in the team in molding them um uh, they're the legends of the game i mean we are so fortunate that we have both of them uh, playing along, uh, playing and we are playing under them uh, mitali bhi is a batting legend and julu bhi i mean it's always i mean any youngster who wants to be a medium pacer would always dream to uh, dream you know to uh, bowl alongside julu bhi so uh, i was really uh, when i did my uh, when i got my cap the indian uh, cap i got it from her so as really uh, this was in bangladesh the first t20 that i played for india mm-hmm. i got it from her 
so it was a dream i mean to bowl alongside her and i've been fortunate enough because she's jewelry is someone who always has something or other to tell you mm. every practice session that we bowl uh, in tandem uh, she has input uh, the same is with mitali ji i mean uh, they are uh, they have bundles of knowledge and we are always on the lookout uh, as to how much more knowledge can we uh, can we imbibe from them hmm. now, let's uh, i want to talk a bit about you you know your growth um, as a cricketer and then coming to the ranks and the things that you had to overcome in some ways um you know you obviously have a college degree in electronics engineering and you know you worked for the air indian air force debuted for india in 2014 um and you come from goa uh, which is known more for football than cricket so you know could you take us through your cricketing journey um you mentioned about uh, the influence of your father um early on in your life yeah uh actually i'm i'm uh i am a native of up not many know mm-hmm. and i was born in ap mm-hmm. uh, my father is uh, has got this government job so it's transferable so that's how uh, the whole thing started i used to play cricket as a kid uh, like most of us do gully cricket with mm-hmm. boys and um, that's how i started playing cricket uh, but i actually never thought that i would take up cricket this seriously uh when we shifted to goa i actually uh, just i mean uh, i just went for selections uh for uh, uh, season ball cricket and i got in uh the first under 19 tournament that i played was really good for me i scored heavily and i was uh, i was good with the ball as well so uh, the now india coach um, uh punima rao mm-hmm. uh, she's a former india captain she was the south zone selector then uh she saw me she called me and she said uh, uh you are really good just keep working hard so uh, for me uh, when i heard her say that i mean it was um, i i kind of believed that i also can play cricket for my country mm-hmm. uh i and my father always made sure that education comes first um so that way he made sure that i finish my education i did my 10th and 12th from cbse uh, then i went on to do engineering it was only in my second year of engineering that i started playing cricket or mm. uh, probably i wouldn't have done engineering if i knew it's going to be so hectic <laughs> but then somehow i was able to manage between the two uh, being an engineer and playing professional cricket was difficult at times but that was my college co engineering college was really very helpful in helping me out in uh, every every single way that they could uh and then i the dream was there uh, to play for india uh, after my engineering i took a year off to see how things uh, really go for me did really well in that season but somehow didn't get picked uh and all in that one year period the indian air force happened i cleared all the exams and then i joined indian air force and uh, i thought if i'm good enough i they will let me play for india because i was there in the probables before joining hmm. and somehow uh things did work out um the air force sports promotion board air force sports control board uh, they have been there all along the oh, officers yeah. the high level officers they have been helping me because uh, being an officer the recruitment is not in officer cadre i got into indian air force through my academics mm-hmm. but uh, because i'm playing for india and they also take pride in it uh i am managing the league and i'm uh, doing what i had always dreamt of hmm. 
Um, there is a question from a listener, Dan, and uh, you, you know your Twitter bio says uh, you're a green top lover. Um, so yeah. um, he, the question from Dan is, uh, how do you, when you see a ranked Turner, uh, what do you feel and which one would you prefer to bat on? Uh, see, uh, a green top lover because uh, you hardly get to play on green top. <laughs> I mean, when 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 I heard about um, about my selection for the Australia tour, I was so happy. I was like, yeah, bouncy, good wickets. But then when we went there, there was there was so less of the medium pieces that it was like a batting paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've played on uh, ranked turners as well. Most of our domestic matches happen on ranked turners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baroda, for example, one of the Intel zoners, it was like the ball was turning so much, I couldn't really believe. Uh, I would. I would like to play on a wicket which is a 50-50 probably, mm. which gives the batter and the bowlers equal chance. Mm. Uh, but that's really hard to hard <laughs> to you know uh, get these days. Uh, and on these kind of conditions, I just uh, listen to Juluri. I mean, Julen Goswami really has uh, this thing about her that she says it's very easy to bowl on wickets that are going to help you, mm-hmm. but it is that difficult to bowl on wickets that are not going to help you. And only then will you be able to judge yourself as to how good a bowler you are. Yes. To bowl on those flat wickets and take uh, flat wickets and uh, end up getting um, good number of wickets. Mm. Um, you know, you mentioned about uh, going to Australia. I want to talk about that. You know, India had a uh, T20 series win in Australia, 2-1. Uh, you're part of it. Uh, that is after winning only one out of eight against Australia, I think. Um, so what was different this time in the team composition, in the team's approach? Um, could you take us through the behind-the-scenes uh, things? Uh, from the time that we got to know that we are going to Australia, we were, we were very positive. We uh, kept telling each other, we kept backing each other, we kept telling each other that uh, uh, when we uh, when Australians batted first on that wicket, uh, we knew that it's a flat batting wicket. Uh, and uh, if we have wickets in hand, probably we'll be able to sail through, which we eventually did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just, uh, just a case of having self-belief, uh, being very positive and backing each other. Uh, because from the time we landed there, we just kept telling ourselves we uh, we have to do well this series because uh, this is how uh, we are going to do well in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning a World Cup uh, in India is going to make a lot of difference to all the women cricketers in India. Mm-hmm. So uh, the belief that we have to do well uh, was the reason why we did well. And probably the support staff also kept reiterating the same fact that uh, if we stay positive, we'll be able to achieve. Hmm. Um, but Australia came back and won the uh, ODI series 2-1. Um, would it be fair to say, I mean, you know, Australia have been one of the top sides for quite a while now and they won three World T20s back-to-back and all that stuff. But would it be fair to say that longer the format, Australia is that much better than uh, India at this moment? Uh, I wouldn't really agree with that. I, I actually felt we were pretty close in the second match mm-hmm. as well. When we got those two uh, wickets, probably we could have uh, made a comeback. Uh, but uh, see, we were playing at uh, we were playing in Australia against the Australians. Probably they knew the wickets better that way as well. Uh, I wouldn't say that uh, there's a lot of difference. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so much uh, gap to bridge. Uh, we are pretty close. We are getting closer to them. 
and i'm sure uh, in no no time you'll be seeing the opposite probably hmm. so yeah i'm hopeful that we we will continue doing well uh, and like mitali said she had mentioned that we are not really good at the shorter version but we have proved to ourselves and to everyone else that we are good at the shorter version mm-hmm. and uh, we'll strive hard uh, to do the same the longer in the odi versions well I mean, um, continue on the topic. Um, you know, England, New Zealand, Australia—they've had uh, contracted players for a while, professional professionals, and they've had more, uh, for lack of a better word, a better word, um, you know, more stable system uh, for a while now. Um, now, eleven Indian players have been contracted. Um, you know, you're, mo- you're also moving to in that direction. But uh, where do you see you need further improvements to? you know uh, close up that gap and perhaps pass them oh uh, yeah things are obviously looking better mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have contracts in place this year we have had central contracts and i'm sure uh, probably next year probably there will be few more additions to that list and uh, uh, and bcci is doing everything that, that that they could to help us out uh we have been getting those matches uh, the domestic setup also has improved a lot we have the under 23 tournament that has come up mm-hmm. uh i mean all this is all these are steps in the right direction and i'm sure um, by another i don't know how many years uh, uh but in a shorter span of time probably will be will be doing really well hmm. um there is a question from another listener brinda and she wants to know whether uh indian women's team players do they have an option of playing domestic cricket abroad you know for example uh, in england or in australia and if that option were to exist would you be considering it uh i actually uh, don't know i mean uh, the summers in england are uh, are like july august mm-hmm. so if probably if, if the players are free and i don't know i don't know i mean i have no, i don't really have any idea about okay. you know going to the noc and all that mm-hmm. but i don't think uh, bcci will have problems because recently pujara also went there and yeah. played uh, domestic cricket yeah. uh, so i don't i don't think that bcci uh, will have any problems just that mm. we need to have our uh, our setup i mean our uh, calendar in place for that because the uh, because last year we played um, uh, new zealand during that uh, time uh, july june july so yeah shouldn't be a problem probably okay um uh, you know uh, in the uh, women's uh, big bash league in australia i mean it was a tremendous success yeah. uh, both uh, at the ground uh, the viewership on television uh, the way they packaged it with the men's uh, tournament and all that you know it was it was fantastic um uh, i was reading a recent article about it on uh, cricket info uh, and you know they had players from a lot of the countries but uh, you know the obviously there were no indian players there and uh, i think julan was asked in one of the press conferences she said uh, you know uh, things were in place uh, this year maybe in the future where do you, what do you think um, of uh, that you know indians taking part in women's bbl um, and what are the scopes of it uh, i'm sure that in the near future uh, we will be able to participate in bbl but because we had the domestic uh, uh, season going on i mean we had the domestic season in progress we couldn't really commit uh, to them mm-hmm. and i'm sure that uh, good players uh, will be welcome i mean not just from our, our country from other countries as well 
and uh, they are reaping the results i mean i just i just was following the scores and uh, south africa has won against england and the uh, yeah. state a uh, brilliant log knocked there so uh, yes and and like i said uh, you get better when you play against the best in the world so yeah hopefully we get to play in uh, uh, women's bbl or probably have our own version here in india <laughs> better yeah that will be better definitely um i, I want to ask you one last question which is now you're getting ready to play sri lanka and then you have the world t20 and then you have the uh, world cup odi world cup as well um uh, what are the um, you know visions i mean obviously winning the world cup at home that uh, would be great um but uh, where are you guys as a side now Oh, we are taking one series at a time. I mean, uh, the immediate next uh, uh, to-do list comprises of the Sri Lanka series. Uh, the first three matches, uh, for example, for the ICC Championship, are really crucial because mm-hmm. we we want to collect all all the six points that we can from these three matches, and uh, uh, because that's going to decide our standings in the ICC Championship table. Correct. So yeah, those three games are really very important, and uh, considering the fact that we are playing in India. uh we should we should be doing really well in those and in the next three t20s uh, will be uh, will be a preparation for the world cup as to how we play um, about the combinations that we are going to play in the world cup so yeah uh, the next next month or two is going to be really really important for us and uh, yeah i mean uh, exciting times ahead uh, you mentioned about the odi championship right now india is seventh in the list uh, the top 4 automatically qualify uh, you have matches against sri lanka the three odis you mentioned and then you have west indies who are number 2 ranked and pakistan who are one spot ahead of india um do you see india realistically making the top 4 and get automatic qualification or it doesn't really matter to you guys uh what what best we can do is what's in our hands so we will uh, we will be i mean we will try to win all the matches that we have the uh, nine matches that we have against the three countries that are left and uh, we uh, what other countries do is not really our uh, our hands mm-hmm. so yeah do what we can do the best all right on that note shika thank you so much for being on the show and i wish you all the very best in the sri lanka series as well as world t20 going forward thanks a lot it was a pleasure talking to you thank you absolutely thank you that's in the air this could be our job it's underneath the bully catch and he's got good hands he's got him yes he has david got him in the deep Oh, 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 oh,